Hi guys and welcome back to Hey Hun. So I'm your host Kiana Smith and this week we're doing a bit of tweaking to our regular show. We're actually going to tackle a really heavy one. Now let me tell you, I would be remiss not to use this platform that I've been given to take a moment to speak about the grave state that our nation is in and the horror that many people of color are facing. I am so deeply saddened by all the loss of life and the unrest that's happening around us, but I'm so grateful that there has been a lending ear to so many grievances. And my heart goes out to each and every person in every family that has been affected by the loss of life and dignity. And I pray for peace and systemic change. Now, as usual, you can count on me not to rob you of your most precious commodity. So I promise I'll be brief. And also, let me give my little disclaimer here. Please know that I am not one that can speak for all people of color nor am I the know-all and end-all when it comes to all of the issues that we're about to discuss. So now with that being said, (laughs) let's take a little moment to talk about a few things that have potentially led up to the current events happening all around us. Things like access, food deserts, nepotism, just to name a few. Now, I can tell you that a lot of those things on the list that I just named have shaped our today And hopefully, the events of today will reshape our tomorrow. Now, like I said, the list may seem a little bit long, but trust me, it's going to be a really quick trip down through history. So buckle up. Okay? So who knew that my answer to all the critics would come to fruition? And when I say my answer, listen... I used to get the question posed to me a lot. Why did you choose that degree? What are you going to do with that? And I had no idea how I would take the two most opposing schools of academia and make them work. But yes, there is a way to combine criminal justice and African-American studies. And to be honest, at that time, I had no idea seriously, but here we are today. The unrest that we're seeing today, it did not start on May 20th, 2020. It simply became more than many were able and willing to bear. There are many that don't understand the destruction of property. Now, please understand by no means do I condone the act, but I do understand it. I do understand the ideology that led to it. You have to understand that the word property has a different connotation to people of color. You know, there is a distorted view of property. I mean, we were once viewed as such, and then there is an issue that many can't and won't own anything anyway. So the thought process is that I'll take what is such a precious commodity to others since I can't have it anyway. And this leads me to my first point of redlining. This was and still is the denial or refusal of services and resources to someone due to the area that they live in as their area is pretty much deemed as a risk. Redlining led to limited or no access. Yes, there are still cities and counties all over America with food deserts and lack. 
Yep, in 2020, there are communities that don't have access to nutritious foods and vegetables. And that is versus the food oasis and that have plenty of affordable fruits and vegetables. So you see where I'm going here? There was, is and was no access to equal education. And our children have become victims of subpar facilities, outdated materials, and less than substantial financial resources. So let me put a little plug here. That's why it is so important to fill out the U.S. Census each time it comes out. Because it determines how much money goes into the public systems and public services. So that's just my little plug there. Okay, so then there's the endless reminder of health disparities. Here's just a little peek into that world. Breast cancer death rates are 40% higher among black women than they are in their white counterparts. And that's per the CDC. And again, this is simply due to access. Women of color are diagnosed at a much later rate than women of non-color. Which is really, 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 really a problem. Now, yet another issue is nepotism. And nepotism is something that people of color face on a daily, mainly in the job market. There are a few people out there that'll say, yeah, this deal doesn't happen in the 21st century. But yes, yes, it does. And of course, it's nothing new. Nepotism um, originated from the Italian word nepot, meaning nephew. And um, the practice of it was the um, power that people give to themselves and to others um, by giving favor to relatives and friends by appointing them to job positions or other positions of power themselves. This practice started back in 1471 by Pope Sixtus IV, where he continually granted his nephews positions of power. You see a trend? Kind of. Yeah. Then there were the Jim Crow laws, which were enacted between 1876 and 1965 in the U.S. at state and local levels to enforce racial segregation. People of color have always been stifled with help seeming to come from no one. (laughs) You know, Plessy versus Ferguson in 1896 was a landmark Supreme Court decision upholding the constitutionality of state laws requiring racial segregation. It segregated public schools, public places, public restrooms, public transportation, and the U.S. military. Limited access. To add insult to injury, people of color had to deal with Black Wall Street. Or should I say the lack of Black Wall Street? Believe it or not, there is a great deal of anguish from the destruction of this horrible event. Black Wall Street was a community of Black-owned movie theaters, hotels, restaurants, stores, banks, and even their own very school system. 
it's thought that the American dollar moved around within Black Wall Street 36 to 100 times before it actually left the community. This community was founded by O.W. Gurley, who in 1906 purchased 40 acres of land in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he deemed it to only be sold to people of color for economic advancement for people of color. The prosperity and economic freedom all went up in flames in the riot of 1921, when a white mob on May 31st burned businesses, murdered and incarcerated many of the black owners and their families. Later, the remaining business owners that were left tried to revive some of the 35 blocks that uh, made up Black Wall Street, but many had left the area, as did their dreams. So you see, there's a great deal of PTSD that hasn't really been treated, and it all can be unfortunately boiling up and boiled down to the fact that led to the great pain that so many of us are feeling today. This little moment in time wasn't to overshadow the issues of today, but to hopefully mitigate and bring light to a very dark place in history and change it for the better. So remember, you can't change your physicality, but you can change your mentality. I'll repeat it again. You can't change your physicality, but you can change your mentality. I hope this little chat brought you some solace today, hon. And until next week, stay safe, love hard, and laugh loud. And don't forget to follow us on the listening platform of your choice and tune in each week for new episodes. You like the episode? Give it a thumbs up. You want to send us a message? Please do. We'd love to hear from you. Go to anchor.fm slash hey hun so slash message that's anchor.fm hey hun with five o's slash message